This podcast is part of the Midwest Podcast Network. Find out more about our other shows and how to support our network at MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian hey. and Alex. Hello. Today, we're going to talk about all the fun stuff we've been playing. We're also going to go over Tacoma, which was recently released, and a handful of news. But before we get to all of that, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch our show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. As always, we would really appreciate your feedback at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher such as iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play Podcast or wherever else you get your podcast from. So, cool. That's my intro. What have you guys been playing? Anything? Anything fun? The want- uh, game that is on screen right now. Sure. A lot PUBG. of uh, yeah, a lot of PUBG or Plunk Bat or Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, whatever yeah. you want to call it. We streamed um, the three of us plus Brian's cousin playing uh, on Twitch. The archive is available there and on YouTube. Uh, the views of John Morrell do not represent the views of the Midwest Podcast Network in what those videos. What views are you speaking of? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I yeah. don't know what you're talking John about. John has a PC that he can kind of almost play games on it, now. It does not look that good. It looks worse than the stream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the stream of this looks pretty good, yeah. I it looks say. awful. I mean, this is what it looks like on my computer. But it looks, um, yeah, it took, it, it, like when I load into the game, it takes me about five times longer than it takes any of you guys mm-hmm. to actually load into the game. It, I can actually, when I land from parachuting in, I can walk into a building because the doors haven't loaded. I can walk right through walls and appear inside of buildings like uh, instantly. Yeah. I hope you don't get banned for that. That happens sometimes. Um, and then, yeah, the textures just take forever to load. Um, uh, the game is fun, though. It's definitely fun. I'm really, I am enjoying it. It is way more fun playing with you guys than it was when I played solo. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's got it's got a hell of a learning curve, that's for sure. Yes, it does. Oh yeah, still haven't won. Yeah, no, it's still there's still been no chicken dinners between these four people. I mean, in my solo round, I went, I made it to 25, which yeah. I think is pretty good. I don't know, out of 100 players, like <laughs> without having, without literally, without knowing anything yeah. about how to play the game or what I was doing, and with all the like f- functional things that weren't working properly, like I was hitting F to like pick things up, and it wasn't picking anything up. Hmm. <laughs> so I somehow lasted till 25. <laughs> Don't know how. It's because um, you were lagging so bad that people couldn't shoot you. But then we got we got to fourth place, like as a group. I yeah, thought that was all right. That, that that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's not bad. I feel like we consistently place in the top ten whenever we squad for the most part, unless things go horribly wrong beforehand. Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty. That, <laughs> like, that's like worth in a like, field, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring it up. No, whatever. It, it's, it's funny now. It's yeah. a fun game. It's definitely it'll be more fun. Like I that's what I was explaining to you guys while we were playing yesterday is it's hard for me to really get into it because I don't I can't play it smoothly. Like yeah. it doesn't Yeah, I feel like you're at a disadvantage for it, sure. It's not as fun because it doesn't look good and it doesn't play well because my computer just can't quite handle it. It can handle it enough but it takes so long for me to get to the, like where it can actually If there's if there's more than you guys on screen, it was just like I mean I, I was teleporting. It was crazy. Yeah. 
Uh, and then there was one time where like I, I somehow locked up, like it locked up the screen and then I appeared like a football field to two football fields <laughs> away from you guys. And I was just like, how the hell did I even get here? Like I wasn't moving. Yeah. I mean, uh, there, I was watching a giant bomb stream once where one of the guys disconnected and it was before they, and we can talk about that in a second, but it was before they added in the ability to come back to a game that you disconnected yeah. from. And the guy that they had just kept running until he ran into a wall, essentially. So mm-hmm. if you're running and you disconnect, your guy might keep going. Which is what happened yeah. to you. That, that's and how yeah, the stream That starts. must have been what happened to me <laughs> because I was in this random field mostly away from you guys. But yeah. now you can actually, like, my computer hard locked. I had to, like, it restarted on me. So I lost the Skype and good. I lost the Steam. Like, I lost everything. So then I came back, hopped back into the game, and I was like, hey, you disconnected from this game. Do you want to join it again? And I was like, well, yeah, all right. I'm probably getting shot at as we speak, but right. I'll try it. And so that's where this the, the, the second video starts, uh, the most recent video starts on our Twitch stream. But... Um, I did. I felt like a badass when we were driving around in the car together, like that. I like, and at that <laughs> point, like, cool. my dude looked like, like as you said, Conan, o- Asian Conan O'Brien yeah. in a full Neo outfit from the Matrix. <laughs> like, <laughs> the uh, so we could talk real quick about first person matches because uh, we, yeah, we we haven't talked about that previously. That, that's now in beta. It's for the fun. game. Actually, we wouldn't have been able to play first person as a squad. Um, if we had tried before Thursday, really, because yeah. they only had uh, solo For, and duos, duos, yeah, first person, but they just added that in. There's a little bit. I don't know. A lot of people were like, "Oh man, I can't alt look." So I makes you know, it feel so it much more it, fair. It makes it so much harder for me to win. But uh, I, it actually it ran smoother for me in first person mode. It was. I mean, I I can see that. I it's less to render. Yeah, I employ alt look in probably a very like terrible and by alt look we mean you can hold alt and look around your character in I, third I person. I do it like constantly when I'm running through fields and stuff. I do that yeah that's when I do it too but in terms of like the people being able to engage in combat while alt looking around a corner and that kind of thing like I'm never going to be good enough to do that so the fact that they take it away from everybody kind of puts me more on a level playing field. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of feel safer playing in first person mode but I you know that's just it's all false anyway because i'm never gonna win this game my uh my headset's pretty solid too so like the sound really helps me a lot yeah and in first person mode i think i can leverage that more because there's not people peeking around no joke that playstation gold headset man you get the full surround sound experience with that even though it's like simulated like it still works like that on the pc like i was like when you guys were calling out like where the shots were coming from like i could hear them like in those directions like i knew my headset has a 7.1 feature, but I, yeah. I actually prefer it without. Yeah, and I don't even think like I don't even think you can use the virtual surround sound setting on the gold headset with no, it PC. Just, it just works really yeah. well. Yeah, like it sounds good. The positional sound in the game is is well it's programmed. Definitely one of the better games when it comes to sound. I like using my. Uh, so I, I think I might have talked about it, but I got a new headset. It's called the Lucid Sound 30 Wireless Headset LS30 or something like that. And the awesome thing about it is that it's got rings on the ears so that your right ear, the ring changes chat volume and the left ear changes game volume. That's cool. But but they're both, like both of them are in both head, head mm-hmm. like headphones. But you can change the the audio that way, or the the, the volume mix, that basically way. Basically, the mixers on the headphones. Yeah, yeah, because the 
when I plug it into the computer, it acts as two different inputs. So I tell Skype to go to the chat input, and I tell the game to go to the game input. That's cool. And then I can use these things to kind of, if I need to hear you guys, I'll amp you up a little bit. Or if I want to hear more of the yeah. the actual surroundings, then I'll twist it on the left ear. So that it's been really nice, and I, cool. I That's really cool. enjoy that. And I figured out the only other complaint that I had about that headset was that the the dongle does not fit in any of the USB ports on the PlayStation Pro. That is the PlayStation's fault because I have the same problem, and my the the dongle for mine is pretty skinny, and it yeah. still doesn't like. So the like the the problem Wait. was I was I ended up putting it into the USB on the back of the Pro, but because I have an Ethernet cable in and it's got this optical cord that goes into the side of it, I was still making some like tension there. So I ended up using this thing that came with the Steam Link that allows you to like bring the dongle closer to you. Mm. So I just have this little L-shaped thing that's attached to a USB cord that I can plug the headset thing into, and then I don't have to worry about it yeah, at all. Yeah, just an extender. So that's the only complaint about that, is that there's like an additional <laughs> investment if you want to not destroy some of the ports or cords on your PlayStation, but... It works pretty well regardless, so it's awesome. But anyway, um, you like PlayerUnknown's Battleground. I do, yeah. I just, I really want to upgrade my PC now. Yeah. And I thought I was just going to get rid of my PC, <laughs> but now I just want to upgrade it. I was looking, I, I really need somebody to like, I mean, obviously everybody's, everyone's on the Intel bandwagon, like yeah. crazy, but... Like the Ryzen chips are so much cheaper. Yeah, I mean, like I can get like an eight core, like four gigahertz Ryzen chip for like two hundred dollars less, and that includes like the motherboard and new RAM. That like, will still run your games really fast. It's just not as fast as the Intel stuff for that specifically. Yeah, but it's faster for other things like productivity stuff that you may not ever do. I mean, I don't do any of that on that computer You're specifically. You're not that productive, I don't think. Pat's right? asking for suggestions <laughs> on a 3.5 millimeter headset with an inline mute. I don't necessarily know of any. Typically, if they have like an inline mute, it'll short out and, <laughs> and, and not <laughs> you work. You'll well. have to have to get a new headset in like a year. Is That's he, generally how it works. Is this? I'm, I'm assuming he's meaning for Xbox. I, yeah, I think he's probably gonna mean for Xbox. Because supposedly the Xbox like Pro headset or whatever, I don't know what it's called exactly, but that headset supposedly really, really nice and for if for very little money too. Yeah, it's like fifty bucks if that and. Yeah, he's got he's he got to use Xbox the dumb adapter. Use the dumb adapter, right? Which is a bummer, but that headset's really nice. Is all I know. Like I've heard nothing but good things about that headset. The construction of it is supposedly really solid, and it performs really well. It has like great sound, and it's it's like best bang for the buck kind of thing. So I don't really. That's what I would recommend. But other than that, like I just use my gold headset on my Xbox too. Like when I'm playing on Xbox. Yeah. So I I mostly. Um I went for the wireless option because I like having wireless stuff. Pat says that's what I have. LOL. Oh yeah. So I don't. I don't know that we necessarily. I'll. I'll take a look and see if I can find something while we're talking. But um, John likes PUBG first person mode. Any other thoughts on that? I, I, everyone I, said it made it more intense, or it makes it more like uh, absolutely, yeah. I don't people feel can that sneak way, up on you, but maybe that's just because I haven't played the game enough in either mode to really formulate an opinion. I don't feel like it ups the intensity in 
duos or squads, but solo, I'm like scared someone's sneaking up on me constantly. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like I, I, I played a few solo first person rounds earlier today and just people can shoot me from wherever. Like if I, if I get screwed and where I end up landing is nowhere near the ring, then I mostly just get wasted by people that are behind me. Cause I don't, I'm like, I, I apparently don't play the ring as well as other people do. Dude, when that's we were... the most difficult thing in the game. I feel the yeah. way they have it set up right now, since they change it to where the ring doesn't pretty much doesn't ever start in the circle of the old ring. It It's like really unfair sometimes because it, if you're on one side, it'll spawn all the way on the other side and it's next to impossible to get there. Yeah. And it, it's, I've died from that almost as much as I've died from other teams killing me. Yep. And it's just absurd. They need to come up with a, a different way to do that, I feel. So, Pat, the, the wirecutter.com is where I go for my recommendations. They recommend the HyperX. It's the Kingston HyperX Cloud headset. It's $80. It does have an inline mute. It should work with Xbox and PlayStation and PCs and all um, that type of stuff. I have the two. Oh, you have the newer one? Yeah. Yeah. But the difference with that is the mute is built into the dongle, and that's where it detaches from the the analog part of the headset. So the mute isn't actually in line. Oh. Well. Which is actually, it's a better design for the most part because it's not going to short out anytime soon. Yeah. But the downside is that it's not going to work for Pat for what he wants it to do. Hmm. Well, sorry, Pat. But the the yeah the original one does have it in line because Corey I think has that headset and he told me it shorted out. Oh well, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well the HyperX Cloud still available, uh, the cheaper older one. But and then Pat also asked, will you play PUBG when it comes to Xbone? John said yes. He thinks he's yeah, going to like I it more. I definitely but... think I'm going to get it on Xbox. I, I do. I think I'll like it more because it'll run more stable and it'll. I, I just for some reason can't play games with a mouse and keyboard anymore. Like I used to be so good at you know when Team Fortress and like Quake and all that were it like comes the back only things I played. But I just like the mouse is like having to like keep picking up the mouse and like moving. I it never to, like, pick turn, up my mouse like, pretty much, other than at a slight angle. Well, that's I had to bump up all the sensitivity and like I don't, I just don't like my mouse. I think is part mm. of it too. So maybe I just need yeah, to get something. A better mouse. You should just something get a better new. one. But the one I have now, it dropped to like forty bucks, and it's one of the best ones yeah. I've ever had. Um. I will probably only pick it up if I know a bunch of people that are going to play it at the time. So we'll see what that's like. Otherwise, I might just stick to it on PC. Yeah. but Or I might wait for the PlayStation version. Because <laughs> I probably know more people that will play it there. Oh, I mean, if if it's actually coming out on PlayStation, you know for a fact Nick and Gojo are going to pick it up. <laughs> Gojo might. I don't know about Nick. Maybe. But the, they can drive around in a car together. It's I'm supposed sure. to. <laughs> no, if Gojo gets it, he will convince Nick to get it. It's it'll it's it'll be out probably like a year later. I think is yeah. what people are saying. So we'll see. But anyways, Just laughing at the video. Um, I think Jim uh, in the car. John, you also bought Splatoon too. I went on a little bit of a gaming splurge. Yeah, uh, I spent way more money at Best Buy than I intended to because <laughs> apparently my gamer unlocked, Gamers Club unlocked, had lapsed. 
Oh. So I had to pay up again. Another, yeah, the next three. Because I wasn't getting any discounts, and I was like, this is dumb. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, your thing must have lapsed. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Tack it on. You know, <laughs> put it on a credit card. Well, if you bought enough stuff, what else did you did you buy? I, I bought... Else? Two, I bought the two Splatoon Amiibo that they had so at... So did I, but apparently they're, they're the, the wrong ones. ones. They're the same ones you have. Ah, uh, okay. Which nobody has the new ones. I can't find yeah. them anywhere. I've been they'll to like three out. different Meyer and I've been to like two different Best Buys. Those are, can't find them. They've been popular enough that they'll, they'll put them out. I've been told that the GameStop in Hamtramck is a gold mine. Oh, so okay. Don't... Good to know. You shouldn't have put that on the podcast. <laughs> I don't care. This is going to be our most downloaded episode and everyone's going to buy all the Amiibos so up. you may or may not have spent enough money... If, to not spend the $30 almost. Yeah, it justifies it as okay. far as I'm concerned because I'm going to buy, more, buy stuff. more stuff. It anyway. doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it, and it lasts for what, two years? So, yep. Yeah. Uh, Splatoon is fun. I definitely like having something to play with on my on my Switch because it's been a while. Yeah. Like, I've just, it's been sitting for a while and I finally, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, oh, I have something I actually want to play, which is cool. Um, Same here. It was great when I was updating my PC to play PUBG because I just set up the Switch in front of me. I posted on my Instagram like a picture of all my technology laid out in front of me, and I was playing it with the wire, you know, with the Pro controller and everything. It's great in squads too because when you die early, you can play. Exactly. I don't like the motion controls. I had to turn them off. Really? Yeah, they drive me insane. Um, The game itself is fun. I'm level nine right now, and nine and a half roughly. Uh, I found a really, or I got a really sweet paintball mask, which I thought was cool. It cost me fifteen thousand coins, which is kind of bullshit. Nice. I have one of those. I feel like it takes forever to get coins, and it takes forever to get experience. But yeah. I think that may just be like the way I'm playing it. See, here's what you got to do: is you got to play the single player, and you got to do the salmon run, because yeah. then you can get meal tickets to go and. Oh yeah, single player. I kind of like, forgot it get existed buffed for like XP and everything. Yeah, they they have. There's four different types of main meal tickets yeah. that will allow you to either double. You get one. One and a half times coins or two times coins, and then you get one and a half times experience or two times experience. Right. And then there's a bunch of other drink tickets that can increase abilities, like make you more oh. resistant to ink, but really? I haven't gotten any of those yet. So yeah, I, I, I just... It, the game is a ton of fun. I do want to say, I took it... And I know you tethered to your phone yeah. and played it. I checked on mine as well, and I figured out that every round is roughly 12 megabytes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because so, what what I heard is that this game, te- like the tick rate, which is because it's only the only insanely, time it's, it's using any data is when you're actually connecting online and playing online. So when you're actually like in the lobby doing stuff, it doesn't need to connect. So there's no exchange hmm. of data. So we I figured out that it's uh, it's two megabytes per minute essentially. Yeah, that's so, not bad. No, not at all. Like it's it's pretty uh, all things considered. That's that's reasonable. Like I I could blow my whole data plan in a, in a couple of days like doing that <laughs> if I really wanted to. Yeah, it, the the game supposedly needs like a 1 megabit up connection up and down, I believe, in order to effectively play multiplayer the way that yeah. I need. But um so like even a weak tethering connection, like a cellular connection, you can play around a Splatoon without any rubber band. like I've never rubber banded in a Splatoon round. No. So yeah, I've I disconnected once. Yeah, that happens every it. once in a while. But, um, yeah. So you still haven't tried Salmon Run. I haven't yet. tried Salmon Run. Haven't tried any ranks or anything. I've only just been You're playing not missing like, much there. The normal, in my opinion, um, it's fun. I mean, it's again, it's it's something to play on the Switch, which is what I was looking for. Um, 
it's it's easy to pick up and put down like the only thing i that really bothers me is like i'll go on like a 10 game 10 round winning streak and then i just get obliterated for like the next 20 rounds yep yep so that's kind of unnerving and uh makes you not want to play yeah. and like i feel like i've i've picked the game up maybe two or three times in the past couple of days and i've just been losing every time and it makes me not want to play well the i don't know it it can be a very fickle game. It will go back and forth. There will be days where I'm like, man, I am just killing it today. I just don't understand like how other people are so good at it. It's not a game that takes a You haven't seen anything it, yet, man. Ranked is completely demoralized. It doesn't take a ton of skill to play this game. Well, but if you if you have the skill, then you can play it stupidly well. But it but it's just like I mean, obviously there's no matchmaking going on because you're playing in rounds against people who are anywhere from like level one to level twenty five. Right That's now, how it turf seems war like. works. Yeah. yeah, only in turf war. But it shouldn't be like that. I want to play with people that are like the same rank as me, so I don't have to worry about anybody having like huge buffs over what I have. You know, things like that. Like well, I, like playing against somebody who's level twenty five who has gear that's like significantly better than mine seems completely. It doesn't unfair. make that much of a yeah, difference. Yeah, here's the. Thing thing is that like a level like a level as long as you kind of like the the gear if it has four slots then that's kind of the best you can get so the idea that you're going to like people who are level 25 don't have access to any better gear than you do except maybe they can buy stuff with four slots in the store but you can do that anyway on the app right. or whatever anyway but the ranked mode will put everybody into the same bucket essentially and it like it's it's based off of your performance in that particular type of game mode like you have an individual rank for rainmaker for splat zones and for tower control so you might be c minus in one which is where everybody starts or you might be b minus in the other if you're me that's where you'll stay forever yeah but um even though i thought i was pretty good at the game so the rank mode will dump a bunch of different people that are similar rank and like I think you can if you're C rank you can only play C rank people and if you're B rank you can only play B rank people so that at least is a little bit more like that and then I think league mode takes probably takes that even a little bit further but I haven't played any of it yet but I I had one day where I played four rounds of Rainmaker and got to B minus and it was I have no idea how that happened it was I just got matched up with people that knew what the fuck they were doing because I mean I don't know how that happened even like how did four wins get you to B minus because because the your the increase in your rank is about your personal performance so if you kill a crap load of people and you move the Rainmaker I did not know that. Then you get more of an increase. So I went from C minus to B minus. Like it gave me a full rank up because I apparently but you did well enough. If you do well, but your team loses, you're not going to go up, though, are you? Uh, you might not go down as much. It's, I'm not it's sure. It's really confusing to me. Yeah, it's it's a, that that whole system is a little bit nebulous, but. I don't know. I need to play more of it to really understand the finer points. Because I lost a round earlier today in Rainmaker, and it didn't drop me down at all. Because I had basically an empty B- minus rank, and I played a game and lost, and it didn't push me back down to C. Maybe it doesn't at that point, because if it did, then you would go to play leagued play, and then all of a sudden you'd lose one and not be able to play anymore. Well, leagued play, I think, unlocks regardless. Like, if you hit B- in any of the... Or if you hit B, 
Oh, B minus, I B guess. B minus is in any good. of the three modes you unlocked league play. Okay, I don't think it goes away. Nobody cares about any of this. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, but the fact that we are having this conversation about Splatoon. No, I mean, yeah. It, it, it when all of us were like, "Oh, who cares about Splatoon? Splatoon? Just get to the Mario in November." Like, no, I, I even, cared about Splatoon. No, you did full. Like you, but out now of the three I think of us, you guys have probably played more than I have. Out of the three of us, you probably gave Splatoon the most. Like, I'm, I'm. Excited Excited to check it out, and I think I was like, I played a little bit of the first one, but I don't really care. John was like, I don't really care either. I and then he get... played the test, and he's like, I don't. I yeah, don't I really don't care. At all. And then you hear heard us talk about it. Yeah, and like let's. I, w- I want to play it now. No, I mean it's definitely a legitimate. Like everyone kind of needs to play this game. Yeah, like, everyone should try it. If you have a Switch, buy Splatoon and play it because it's a lot of fun, and it's surprisingly a lot of fun because I did not think the beta was fun at all. Yeah. The the level of uh, customization and everything, you know, the ability to buy new gear and everything is really cool. And like that's stuff that that's something that I like in games. Make being able to make your character look the way you want it to by Mm -hmm. buying different gear, blah blah blah. I like that kind of. I'm all form over function. Like, did you buy the aviators? By the way, I didn't. I damn it. No, we could have had all four of us. I think you can still buy them. I saw them listed in the store again. Okay, you, can I order them? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll do it today. You should, you should do that because that way, if we play some, uh, if we play some ranked, then we can all put on our aviators. Yeah. I'm just gonna pull it up right now and while roll we're talking. Out. But no, uh, one of the things I that I that bothered me about like the gear was if I already have an ability in one of the slots. Why are you randomly giving me the same ability? Like it should I lock assume that they out. Stack. They all stack. I don't want it to stack. I do. Though. See, but I here's like, the thing: it'd be different speed upgrades, and I go super fast. Like because because you can. Okay, I haven't done any of this yet, but you can scrub slots, and then you can put abilities into slots, yeah. right? Yep. So if I want to do that myself, by all means, let me do that myself. But if if I'm randomly getting them from leveling up the gear, it should lock out that because I don't need. I don't need my sub weapon See, but here's to the be thing. to use less ink twice. Here's like, where it gets even deeper: is that there are brands for the clothing, and those brands have a more likely ability and a less likely but common ability. Yeah. So that if you want to farm a certain type of ability chunk, because you need ten of them to put an ability into a slot, right? Ten. Yeah. Jeez. That you you can you can buy that type of brand of gear and sit there and keep leveling it up to keep getting the ink saver one so that you can go put it in the sweet pair of shoes that you have or something like that. I'm never gonna get that deep. I guess I don't even I don't have enough gold to do any of that crap, so it no, doesn't matter. But, you, but like this is what I found out that that I don't think we talked about was in the Splatfest, the week of the Splatfest, you get a Splatfest tea and you can go and it, it's got three slots on it. Yeah. You go and you level it up, and then you can go to the guy there and spend only 2,000 coins, which is pretty cheap, to pull all the abilities it. out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can do that as many times as you want during that week to start and just getting, save up all those. Save up all the chunks so you can go and apply them to things that That's you actually cool. care about. Is so, that kind of the point of them doing that? I think so. Okay. It's got to be so that you just spend that week doing right. Turf War or whatever you want to do. Just grinding like crazy. Yep. Cool. Who would yeah. think a game like Splatoon had grinding? Yeah, and then there's dailies? Like, no, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> um, The bounties? There's so many bounties. <laughs> Don't forget to visit Zer, too. Yeah. I will say I played a little bit more of the single player. There's a level towards the end of the second grouping that actually puts you into one of the stages with AI opponents that uh, are like, like inklings fighting yeah, against you. Bots. That was actually like useful in getting to learn how to play the game like it uh, so i think i'm gonna play it like i'm more invested in the single player now that cool. i've played that level 
sucks that it took nine stages to get there, I think. <laughs> right. But the bosses are also really cool, too. So, anyway, that's enough about Splatoon, I think. Yeah, yeah I haven't played anything else, so... Did you play anything else? I Yeah, actually. Well, I played I, a shitload of Catan. We've heard about that. <laughs> yeah. I picked up Overwatch again. Like I had planned when I sold my copy on PS4 a long time ago. Well, I finally got it on PC, and I am quite pleased with the PC version. It feels perfect on PC, exactly how I imagined it should feel. You've posted a few Play the Games on our Facebook. Yeah, I did. So if people want to see those, go I'll check them out. I'll probably post some more videos here and there. Um, yeah, I've been playing that quite a lot, actually. Nice. Um, it's fun, and the uh, summer games are going on right now. So you can get a lot of really cool skins, like beach-themed skins. Mm-hmm. They're pretty hilarious. For all those pervs that want to see Farah in, in some bathing yeah, suit. exactly. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the Lucio Ball thing is kind of silly, though. It's like a shittier Rocket League. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> but, I mean, it's amusing for a little while, but I, can, I can't handle too much of it. I just, it just makes me think, oh, I could be playing Rocket League, which does this significantly better. Right. <laughs> But the other arcade modes that they have are kind of cool. They have like a, I think they rotate them, but they have a 3v3 elimination. Nice. And uh, they have like mystery heroes, which will just pick a random hero for everyone. That's cool. Yeah. It, it's really difficult though, because sometimes <laughs> you end up with a team that's just stacked with tanks. And it's just like. <laughs> and then you can't really do anything. Yeah. It's, it's silly. But, um,. Yeah, it's it's fun though. It looks great. It runs great, obviously. But I, everything runs great on my new computer. So. Yep. Cool. Uh, yeah. For now, the matchmaking takes longer than I expected. That is my one complaint. That sucks. Like considering there's considering so pl- many people considering playing that player game, unknown battlegrounds can get a hundred people together in yes. like a split second. There's a little more going on with Overwatch though. Because of the different modes and like the uh, yeah, that's true. But even the quick play takes like a minute or two, sometimes longer. Hmm. One thing they'll do though, like I don't remember this being a feature when I played back when it launched. Um, but it'll throw you in like a skirmish round. Yeah. Did it do that before? Yeah, I, don't, I think I don't so. Remember, I, it didn't happen that often to me, but I think it would just throw you into a, like a round that you can just screw around. Yeah, with. yeah, okay, yeah. I just forgot about that, I guess. But cool. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, we played some Friday the Thirteenth with Nico. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Too. And uh, and his fiance and his friend and a few of his friends, but it was uh, Willie and myself and Brian joined in for a little bit. Uh, that was a lot of fun because we had seven people playing. So if yeah. we got one rando, we could just leave them in the lobby oh, and then come well, back. That first match that I played with you guys, the one rando that was like lagging everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone's ping we, was 400 or yeah, higher. Yeah, this dude must oh, have geez. been in like, I don't know, Sealand or something. Yeah. Like just with the playing satellite internet Friday Australia. the 13th. Yeah. With Bloomin' Onion. Bloomin no, on. I don't know. I assume they have even better, like, better internet Good time, than this guy had. But, no, it was a lot of fun. I had a great time playing. Uh, and I think Nico had a lot of fun, too. Yeah. It was good because we just had a full group, essentially, for the whole night. Yeah. And, uh, and... Did you guys do that last night? No, I think it was, like, Friday, Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. Late. But, uh, no, it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I did, looked like, three rounds. forward to doing that again. Quick little news hit there. They're putting emotes in. 
Great. And uh, also they're putting maps that are 40% smaller. So That's they can stupid. increase the amount of I games you play. I hope Chad gets like the suck it emote. Chad's got this like double thumb like gun. Like it, I, it's pretty with good. His, with his like mouth wide open when yeah. he does it. Like, it's pretty whole. sweet. But uh, no, I'm looking forward to that. I would try my uh, best Chad impression, but it's wasted on <laughs> my small mouth. Uh, the other thing... Uh, Speaking of Nico, he has a new game out. It's called Maze of Mine, I believe. Yes, Maze of Mine. Maze and of Mine or Maze of Mind? Maze of Mine, like mine, like, like Minesweeper. Okay. No, Minecraft. I said Minecraft. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, you're kind of playing as this orb that's trying to collect red dots in like a maze of mines that are bouncing around and it's really fucking hard and I'm not good <laughs> at it at all. <laughs> like I've been playing it for the past couple of weeks trying to get better at it and I can't get above like 44. Like it, you get a certain amount of points for how many balls that you collect, yeah. little orbs that you collect and um, I get like 44 points and that's about as high as I go. So mm. it's cool though. Everybody should check it out but I'm not very good at it. So, Maze of Mine. Maze of Mine by Incipia Games. But that's about it. Cool. Uh, news-wise, I think I put myself first, so uh, we can talk about some news. Uh, those of you watching on video, we have a new single camera format that's helping me show what we're going to talk about as we talk about it. So let me know if you like it or not. But yep. the Spelunky creator has gotten together with many other video game people to make a game called UFO 50. It's got 58-bit style games in it. Creators of Downwell, Time Baron, Scorpelac, Madhouse. Uh, sorry, let me turn the audio down here. That was really but, loud. <laughs> uh, it's got all of these games in it that are like, you know, kind of... Um, there's like Metroid-style games and Castlevania-style games and Column-style games and Kirby-style... Like, they're, they're, there's a ton of different creators making... They're calling them full-length... NES games essentially. Yeah. And there's 50 of them in one package. Um so I I it, it looks like there's a lot of it like a big variety of different games. You got some beat 'em up. Uh, Streets of Rage yeah. sort of. So uh and this is even like a Zelda or yeah. Metal Gear type game. So I I'm really excited to see the creativity that the Spelunky guy and all of these other creators come together and put in this one game. It's due out in 2018. Ah, Bionic Commando. So uh <laughs> there's like a GTA style GTA. game. So uh it, it looks fantastic. It was like samurai dodgeball. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm excited Is for that. Is that a walking hot dog? <laughs> I don't know. That's a hot dog car. Oh no, it's just a car. But anyway, uh instead of talking about things that podcast people can't see. Uh yeah, it's coming in twenty eighteen. PAX West is in uh two or three weeks and they're gonna be talking about it more there. So I'm excited, but uh, it looks awesome. I'm extremely excited for it. Cool. So, And then uh, my other topic that I wanted to bring up, No Man's Sky had their anniversary update out. It's called Atlas Rises. It's version 1.3. There's all kinds of new things. They've actually added a, they called it brand new and overhauled central storyline. There's portals to allow for quick travel between different planets. Uh, there's a procedural mission system, so you actually can get given missions to go retrieve things or do certain things and That's cool. continue to do that. Uh, all kinds of things like that. But the like planet generation is supposed to be more enhanced to make things look more like that original trailer, of course. 
they added a another race as well that I think has to do with the story. But um, I personally, I, I'm excited for it. I deleted my save and then started it back up last yeah. night, and they've added a lot of different. Like the even the UI of the game has changed in a lot of ways. Yeah, I tried it in the last couple updates and and it had changed drastically. Yeah, so I I mean I'm excited to play more of it. I don't necessarily like. I basically got far enough to get my ship off of the planet. Yeah, and I didn't feel like things were extremely different. So I'm kind of wondering if like a lot of the. I still need to see how the grind is because I right. don't want to sit there and only find multi tools and ships that only have like one additional storage. That's space. what I'm worried about. If it's still doing that, then I it, I might I might fall off of that wagon. But we'll have to see. Like it seems like there's a lot more possibility for them to be actually telling stories in this in this game now. So I would like to um, to give it a try, an honest try. But there's a lot of new stuff in it. Like there's nanite clusters, and there's even like different like ship technology slots as opposed there's to storage slots. Portals, to, so you can travel from yeah from from like your home planet to like quickly. another one. Yeah, so shared exploration. So you yeah. can go find like Fake an Atlas Atlas Cube planet to go and and take the Atlas cubes and sell them places. But yeah. I don't even know if those happen anymore. But yeah. That's the other thing is that there's like fake multiplayer in it where up to eight people or something. I think it's can, 16. 16 people can like, gather on one planet on that. and explore as like orbs of light or something like that. So I haven't been able to try that out. But huh. uh, all in all, like No Man's Sky got a lot of garbage when it first came out. But I'm glad to see that they're at least trying to make the game better. Yeah, that they didn't, that they didn't give, just up. give up. And that's the thing. Like I, I don't think... That was ever the plan was to no. give up. Like I think, like they're getting to. Like I honestly think Sony pushed them to release the game early, and it's Sony's fault. And then Sony threw them under the bus when it all came. Well, to supposedly light. the 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 rumor was that they ran out of money. That they ran out of money. They needed an infusion of cash, so they're like, "We're going to put something out now, and the money we get from that can help us." Yeah, go but then, forward. they didn't have to issue back a bunch of refunds and shit. Like, I mean, only on Steam, yeah. technically, but you know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I really want it to be VR. That's, yeah, that's they what I'm, should really. Too. That's they, what I'm dying for, and I think that would really reignite my love for that game. Two of the space games I have on uh, Steam have VR as an option. Yeah. And I, they're more elaborate than No Man's Sky. Well, one of them is. Like, Elite Dangerous is way more involved than No Man's Sky. Right. And they managed to do it. I feel like there's a like if that's going to happen they would probably announce it at the PlayStation Experience in December during like Sony's own press conference thing. Cool. They would probably be like, "Hey, check this out. VR coming to No Man's Sky." That game. would be other than like Skyrim VR, that would be a true VR selling point. Yeah. Like having an experience such as No Man's Sky be presentable in VR, you know? Yeah. For sure, that would I agree. that would sell headsets like crazy. I, I think. think. Well, maybe maybe not. Like maybe the No Man's Sky name has been kind of tarnished enough that it wouldn't get people who aren't you and I to come and. Oh yeah, there's terraforming now too, isn't there? Yeah, that's yeah. that's really awesome. Cool. So I it, forgot about it. It looks that. like there's a lot of awesome stuff you can do. I hope um, you can build underground bases and things. There were guys building the Bat Cave and stuff. And that's fantastic. So. 
good yeah, on I mean, good on Hello Games. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited to see what else they're going to do because this clearly isn't the end, and they're not going to go down without a fight. So yeah, good for, for sure. them. Yeah. So uh, that's all that I had news wise. We're trying a new news format where everybody picks a couple stories. Yeah. So hopefully uh, people enjoy that as well. We always enjoy feedback. Brian, send it's it, your turn. Send it to MidwestGamers at gmail.com. Brian, you want to talk about the Xbox Insider program? Not really in depth, but I just yeah. wanted to bring up that it is now open to everyone. At least the first, like so, the lowest tier of it. Yeah. And I, from what I understand, I think you can kind of work your way up. You can work your way up. So you start at Delta Ring, which is the lowest. It's, it's kind of the closest to... Um, the software updates actually coming out for everybody. You get it maybe a couple weeks early as opposed to, you know, when it normally comes yeah. out. But if you provide enough feedback, apparently you can graduate mm-hmm. to the um, gamma ring. Is that right? I Alpha, know. beta, gamma, sure. delta? You could, you could read it. It looks like Alpha, Beta, Delta, Omega is how oh, they're doing it okay, now. Yeah, they never changed mind. it. Omega is the is the one that everybody can get into now. If you give enough feedback, you'll get into Delta, so you'll get the updates a little bit earlier. And then you can get up to Beta from yeah. this program, but the Alpha Ring is still, Alpha is like, still invite, invite only. only. Yeah. They changed the names, too, because it used to be Ring 4, Ring 3, Beta, then Alpha or something. Yeah, they had, yeah. They had to make it sound cool. Um, it's like a fraternity. Yeah, if if... You listeners are not familiar with what the Insider program is. It's just basically testing out software yeah. updates ahead of time. You get the latest like features, the new, uh, Xbox OS updates and stuff. Yeah, but it, obviously that comes with the risk of like, well, it might be buggy. It might not work fantastically well. Yeah, but, but if it, you're in the Delta ring, usually you'll get it. At I'm a, sure anything's at a better than what it currently usable. is. So. <laughs> the slowest garbage in the supposedly world. there's a very big update probably coming in time yeah, with the xbox i hope 1X. so plus i mean if you if i end up getting one of those when it comes out i'm sure the software will run much better since yeah. it's so much quicker yeah but for sure yeah it has gotten a bit bloated and slow i feel uh, you you talked about you didn't you maybe you didn't bring this up or you didn't want to bring this up, but they did say that they want to bring fundamental change to Xbox achievements. Yeah, I didn't read about that in depth enough. I just read up that it was going to happen. It just sounds like a bunch of airy quotes of like we want to make it so that the guy who has a low gamer score but is like super good at one particular game still has something to show and brag, like. I think they kind of were just like this dude who only plays Halo Five multiplayer. So he can get like twenty thousand gamer score just I don't, by playing Halo. I don't like. It, there's a chance that gamer score could like go away, or oh. but they're trying to figure out a way to make it so that gamer score isn't like the only. How am I supposed to measure my worth as a person without gamer score? I don't know, man. I don't understand. I don't know what you That's can do. That's not cool. But they they kind of want to make it so that maybe they'll be like, hey, uh, Alex Morel has. He's the only person who's played Tron Evolution on the Xbox. <laughs> Might so, be true. Give him ten thousand yeah. points. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe that's kind of how it's going to work. But it sounds interesting. I'm intrigued to see what they actually do with it. But yeah. right now, they they're being pretty vague. They're going to so. use the um, the Xbox Connect to see what sort of products you consume, and it'll be like you get five thousand points for those twelve bags of Cheetos I just watched you eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to be. This guy is super good at 
turning on the TV with the remote when the port is kind of covered up a little bit. Incredible. You just ate 75 That, that is rolls. quite a skill in itself, <laughs> like trying to get the right angle with yeah. the infrared. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So. The, uh, Let's just move on to the other thing that I had here. Alex cool. ate 40 bagel bites. <laughs> 10,000 points. Achievement unlocked. You've you've consumed seven pizzas this past week. <laughs> yes. Wow, you've watched 40 hours so of So that's Netflix. what they're going to do with HoloLens. Yeah. Is it Halo? Hollow, 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 Hollow Lens. Hollow Lens. <laughs> it yeah. should be Halo Lens. Halo, Halo Lens is a different thing. That's the Halo app yeah, for Hollow Lens. That's where uh, Master Chief starts popping up in augmented reality. Yeah. Like he'll be brushing your teeth and he'll be behind you or whatever. You're not brushing right. He's going <laughs> to criticize everything you do. Yeah. That's not how Spartans brush. Anyway. Up and down, <laughs> not side to side. He's, You're going to ruin your gums. You better floss. He doesn't sound anything like that. I don't know what yeah, These are the two does. guys he at the... These are all of Halo 5 with me. These are the two Master guys Chief that... Master Chief doesn't talk. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's not even in Halo 5. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. <laughs> really? Yes. I don't remember any right. of that. Anyway. He's in half, like, roughly half the game. I don't remember him ever talking. I only remember Nathan Fillion talking in that. Ooh, As well, you should. That's understandable. Brian, your second story. Yes. Um, back to the old Overwatch thing. Yep. Um, they are bringing Deathmatch into the uh, arcade mode and Team Deathmatch. I guess Free For All Deathmatch will be eight players. I mostly just wanted to mention this. Partially because I started playing Overwatch again, yeah. But also because they originally said, or like the the lead designer, I want to say Jeff. Kaplan, I don't know. I want to say his name Jeff is. Kaplan, maybe. Yeah, said that they would never bring free for all deathmatch to the game, like back at launch. Yeah, but here in Trump's America, you can lie about whatever the hell you want. Well, no, <laughs> they just. I mean, he admitted that he had a change of heart because. The arcade mode wasn't established at launch. Did he tweet about it? And it fits in with that. Like, it's not part of the quick play. Is there 140 characters talking about it? I, I think... How many emojis We're going to have to restructure the news again and just have you guys do it without me. <laughs> no, you can... All right. You can we all talk over each other all of the time, so that's just kind of how it goes. Yeah. I was just curious if if he had tweeted about it. Probably, yeah. Okay. So what do you think in terms of balance-wise? Like, the, the I'm Overwatch... really curious to see how that's going to work. That's, because that would be Because most awful. of the characters do not go toe-to-toe. Yeah, everyone's well. just going to play as Chappie or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> Chappie? Uh, oh, that stupid... The, the robot. Uh, robot. Bastion. Bastion, <laughs> yeah. I still hate Tank that character Chappie. so much. And Everyone... then I, I watch their, like, kill cams. I'm like, this is ridiculous. It's mm-hmm. like they have zero skill. Yeah. I'm sorry to anybody that plays. Bastion I probably should have played more Bastion. I guess it's pretty ridiculous. No. Yeah, because you could just post up as that tank version of him and sit there and just <laughs> fucking maul. The so yeah, I I can't imagine eight people. Eight chappies. Yeah. Well, I can imagine eight chappies going. How many PS4s that. does that one take, Chappie? <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. Stupid fucking movie. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what that does. Like, I feel like that'll be one of the least played match, unless they figure out a way to make it work really well. But, yeah, I mean, maybe they're gonna have their own balancing for the characters for that, but I or doubt they'll, it. They'll just lock out certain characters that don't play well in that kind of setting. That's yeah. that's a possibility too. 
Yeah. Maybe it's all the uh, squishy attack characters. 16 tracers. Yeah, God, that would drive me crazy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure at one point I did play a mode where it was all tracers. That's like, ridiculous. Back PS4. I hope they make them all say their like lines at the same time. Like they're all always all saying the unison. same line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, John. It'd be haunting. Uh, yeah. So uh, Nintendo's being sued over the design of the Switch's detachable controllers. Uh, some bullshit developer I've never heard of called Game Vice. Uh, granted, they were granted a patent back in 2015, combining computing device and game controller with flexible bridge section, and they're using this as a means to sue Nintendo. Just because uh, it bends doesn't mean it's flexible. I mean, <laughs> well, that's that's the main that's the main point that's, from that's been pushed time. is that the Switch doesn't it's not connected by a flexible bridge. The controllers are hard. No, yeah, attached. the screen isn't flexible. Right. Well, it. Is, I mean, yeah, some of them are curved, the joke, but unintentionally. Exactly. Yeah. Well, um, but the the idea that they're detachable. Yeah, they're. De- I don't even know if they're detachable. They're they're not. It's just the connection of the controllers to the screen is the main thing. And I, I saw the device they were originally like marketing the wiki pad or whatever the hell they were calling it with its like detachable game controller. It honestly looks more like yeah, that stupid ass thing. Look at that fucking it's ugly, stupid as hell. <laughs> it looks more like the. What's uh, with all the chrome? It looks more like the Wii U than it looks like a Switch, in yeah. my opinion. And so. I it just they're just gold digging right now is what they're doing. Well, this is what happens. I mean, I I, I didn't really Pat, know Pat how troll much assholes gold digging for shit off of Nintendo's success. People come out with things, and then the patent trolls try and get something, and most of the time, it's not worth the big company's time to fight it. So they just pay them off, and it goes away. So we should probably have a lot of patents so we can be patent. Trolls. That would be nice. Yeah. I have I have a case that I could tell you about that I haven't told you about yet. That's pretty cool, actually. But okay. I'll talk about that after the show. But yeah, no, that sucks, and I assume I just assume it'll go away pretty soon. <laughs> it's just ridiculous to me. I I mean, come on, like Nintendo finally gets like some really badass piece of hardware, and then somebody's like, "Oh, well, fuck you!" Like, <laughs> they'll they they will just that. I mean, check out our piece of shit seven. Yeah, look at this cool thing we came up with before you came up with the Switch. But I mean, let's be honest, Nintendo's probably been developing the Switch since before the Wii was even announced. Essentially, like, I, but uh, that's the thing is that it, it, Nintendo are. Time and again, innovators in this industry, yeah. and they push the boundaries and always have. The fact that somebody thought they had a leg up on Nintendo is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's just how they I invented feel about the D pad. Yeah, no, they didn't. I thought. Pretty sure. Yeah, this thing was being talked. But Jesus Christ did. This thing uh, was being talked about in 2013. The and yeah. They wanted to sell it for five hundred dollars with the Tiger Three chip in it. I mean, it. Yeah, it. It's not like the the lawsuit is not this thing is exactly what the switch is. It is they stole our you could, idea. They stole they stole an idea that we had, but you know, it's they not won't even like guaranteed Nintendo probably has drawings of this thing way before 2013. Potentially, yeah. And well, if they do, we'll then that, that means that the the lawsuit would go away immediately, but right. it might not even make it to trial because Nintendo might just be like it is not worth our time to fight this. Here's a bone. Yeah. I don't know how much money it would be. Japanese but. a businessman. Anyway, um, yeah. Next news story that I have: Bethesda is bringing the Fallout Four Pit Boy Edition back out of the vault for the Fallout uh, Four Game of the Year Edition, ah, which is coming out. It out of the vault. So that's pretty sweet. So you now, if you didn't get one of the totally badass uh, vault or uh, Pit Boy things that you could wear on your arm with your oversized cell phone, 
um, you can get one now and your new current cell phone that you just got from Best Buy because they had deals on Samsung Galaxy S8s uh, does not fit in it. So yeah, that's the thing. Is that All I'm, the new phones that came out don't fit in this thing. So unless you have a, an iPhone 5. So there might be yeah, a market sorry, bro. for uh, older phones older cell just phones. for pit boys. <laughs> I got a Moto X 2013 with your name on it. I'm oh, not going to so say I. that I didn't think about that. I Like the other day <laughs> when... Because when, I saw this news come out and I was like, God damn it, I've upgraded to the iPhone 7 Plus since that happened. Wow. And yeah, I so was probably in Brian got <laughs> <laughs> that's the seven plus plus. Well, yeah, the seven plus plus plus. The double plus. Uh, but I was kind of like, man, I wonder what it would cost me to get like a, a fifth gen iPod Touch that I could just keep in my, <laughs> in my. Dude, you can buy. I mean, you can buy like a Moto X, uh, 2013 Moto X. For yeah, like but I don't want Android. Forty dollars. That's gross. Yeah, whatever. You. What difference does I got it make my, if it's just stuck in your My old Apple 3GS. You can, I got that one still. Because I feel like those. Apple touch screens are more responsive than most of the crap in those. Yeah, not really. I, but that's okay. Um, it's actually, just the software. I do agree with is, that. Yeah. The next story that I have in my list here. Oh, I was going to say that the, the Pip-Boy edition that's coming out, Game of Year edition, is $100. Uh, and it will be available for Xbox and PlayStation. Uh, something to consider. It comes with all the DLC, which for a hundred bucks, everything you're getting in that package is well worth the money. Yeah, September twenty sixth. It was originally one hundred nineteen dollars as yeah. well, by the way. So that's that's nice. Uh, next thing, I don't know if you pulled this up. No, I didn't. Uh, you can go to Kotaku to find it. But Fallout is getting a board game made by Fantasy Flight, and it looks really cool. Uh, I think they're the same guys that did the Dark Souls one, but I could be wrong. Uh, they did Makers of Doom and XCOM, hmm. but their next big license. Well, I didn't probably. know there isn't a Doom board game. Yeah. Anyways, no, this it's, looks it's cool. Called, it's called. Uh, oh no, it is Doom. Yeah, the, I don't know. This is cool. Like, I want to play this, and like, I like the miniatures. They look really cool. They look highly detailed, which obviously, like, these guys are putting a lot of time in their uh, their sculpting, which is cool. The board game looks pretty rad. I it's it's mission based, I guess. Like, there's actually like missions and things to do, hmm. but you can just free roam. Like, there is like a free roaming mechanic to this board game, which is kind of interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah. So I I think it's cool. It's like sixty bucks. I think when it comes out, I think you can pre order it right now if you want. Uh, it looks pretty rad though. So I'm interested in giving it a shot when it comes out. If that's something Maybe you guys we might can be uh, play it on Twitch. interested in, yeah. My my um my aptitude for board games is is next to nothing. I'm not a fan <laughs> of the initial like play run, like playthrough. Yeah, like learning it. But one, I like board games when I actually know how to play and can yeah, like yeah. sit down and play them. Like learning, yeah. like that was the thing about Catan. Like I hated Catan until I actually like figured out how to play it properly, and then I was like, this is fun. Like I could do this all the time. I've played probably 20 rounds of Catan, and I still don't really know how to play it right because <laughs> I'm basically just like, oh, I need all of everything. No, so I'm going to get all the resources and hang on to them for a long time. <laughs> and then I'm going to lose the game because I'm not playing it right. That's how Catan goes for me. Yeah, you got to rework that strategy. It's kind of like uh, PUBG. You get all the guns and stuff 
then just yeah. relax. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not the guy that's like, hey, I've only got 30 bullets. I need to go get more because I know I'm not going to shoot those 30 bullets anyway. I fully <laughs> intend on using them. That's you, the difference. You fully intend on it, but the best laid plans. I have gone men. through more than 100 rounds. Yeah, I take before. that back. It doesn't look like you can actually pre-order the Fallout game yet, but it is coming out in quarter four this year. So hopefully in time for Christmas, because that would make a cool Christmas gift for me. Wink, <laughs> wink, 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 wink. Good to know. Wink, wink, internet. Just throwing that out there, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I had for news. Cool. I think that's it. Yeah. Let's. Uh, why don't you guys talk about Tacoma? All Tacoma. Right. Latest game from Fulbright, the makers have gone home. You got Brian, anything you want to pull up on there for Tacoma? Uh, I can pull something up in a second. Brian, did you ever play Gone Home? I did. Okay. I finished it in one sitting. I did not play Gone Home. Did you like it? It was cool, yeah. Did it make you excited for Tacoma? I was curious about Tacoma because it was a sci-fi game with a similar structure as gone home from what i understood yeah Although i was hoping there'd be a bit more to that structure but uh we'll get to that yeah so uh you played on pc yeah okay me Both too of them, actually um but it was released on all platforms right no but i use no. the mouse and keyboard it is xbox or pc it's okay. not on playstation yet but it could come later i assume yeah uh you played on keyboard i played with controller so I started with the controller and I switched to mouse and keyboard for okay. whatever reason. Uh, just as a quick summary type thing, it's a first-person game. You are kind of uh, you. You are somebody who's been tasked to go to a space station and find out what happened on that space station. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have to get into spoilers unless we clearly mark them later on. I as long be. as John doesn't care, but I don't know if there's any reason to necessarily get into spoilers. But. We can talk about no, that No, let's later. talk about the gameplay. Yeah. Do that. Brian, what did you think about Tacoma? Full disclosure, I didn't play it. First thing I want to say is as soon as I started playing the game, I was thinking like, oh, I, there's the controller that feels okay. There's the mouse and keyboard. And then I thought about my Oculus Touch controllers, and I was like, God damn it, why doesn't this game have VR? <laughs> I feel like most it seems games, perfect for it. Yeah, most games that are like that should be in VR. Because you're using a bunch of augmented reality screens and stuff, which would... That would be really cool to like. Yeah, it would just work perfectly yeah. with touch controllers. Yeah. And I've already like uh, experienced the zero gravity thing, which part of the Tacoma space station has zero gravity. And... Um, it would be really cool to experience in VR, I feel. Yeah. Plus the the graphical fidelity of the game. It looks good. Yeah. But like it's It's not, not so good that Yeah, not so good that it wouldn't work in VR. Yeah. So that is the first thing I noticed. But I mean, I was intrigued like I like the fonts they use and stuff and like just the general the Design. interface is nice. Um interacting with things is super easy and it just it works well but um like the atmosphere the sound and everything is really good yeah the the voice acting's perfect there's there are no characters that sound like they're playing a character they actually sound like real so, people so the production value of this game yeah. is like pretty good well it's, it's he, good here's the thing is that when you're interacting with these characters for the most part they are just like 
wireframes essentially yeah, in so the AR system. Their voice is even more important because you can't see facial expressions or anything. Gotcha. But it, it, they feel like actual characters because yeah. of that voiceover, for sure. I mean, they are animated most of the time, at least. There's some that you find that are like corrupted AR playbacks, so they don't yeah. like animate properly and stuff, which is also cool. Um, like effect in the game. But um yeah, I mean I was intrigued as to what was going on. But at the same time, like I didn't care enough to like pick at every little note and stuff in everyone's personal quarters. Yeah, so you it took you about 2 hours is what you said, right? Yeah, it took me I think like exactly 2 hours okay. to finish. I think it took me about 3 total but that's with some time setting it down in there as well and it's the steam timer so who fucking knows yeah um but that's the thing is that this game allows you to either just try and at the very surface level you could watch through these ar things and be like okay i think i know what's going on but um you can so there's a it's a cast of six characters Mm -hmm. plus an ai system that's on the the ship that is also a character and the idea is that you walk into a section of the ship and the characters are all, they might be all in one place or they might be spread across this area of the ship. And so you can start the playback on the AR system and people kind of come and go. If you stay in one place, the people will kind of come and go in and out of the situation. Yeah. But what I found myself doing is I would be like, all right, at the start of the simulation, these people are here. I'm going to hit play and just be with them for the four minutes that the scene plays out. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes somebody would come in to talk to them. So then I'd rewind back to the beginning, get back to the point where that person comes in, hit play, and then follow them out to go see what they do. And kind of, that's how you kind of start to piece the story yeah. together in They're, terms of what's happening. It's really cool. You have to keep like rewinding to see the other interactions because you can't be in two places at once. Yeah. Um, Could you imagine like a crime drama game like based on this kind of format? Yeah, I I really enjoy the format like how it works. I mean, my biggest issue is there's like not enough of it. Like I wanted more. It's almost yeah. like the Batman. VR game. Yeah, it, it kind of is, but it, it's it's a little bit more. Um, obviously, more this depth, is more like, this is more focused on the storytelling I, rather right. than like you know. I would have much preferred there be some sort of investigative element to it and actual right. like puzzles. That is probably my biggest complaint. But I knew what I was getting into. To yeah. be fair, I didn't expect puzzles. I just wish they were there. Right. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, there's some little things here and there. Like you'll notice. And notice a locked drawer, and yeah, you can go getting find the, like keys. the key codes is. There's a couple different ways to do that. Like yeah. they're usually in, like written down somewhere, or they can be watched, and you can like rewind and watch somebody. Yeah, like punching it in. Yeah, sometimes somebody will go to walk through a door, hit the code, and yeah. then go through. And if you don't have the door open, then you're like, oh shit, I need to pay attention to what that was. You got to punch the code in to mm-hmm. be able to continue their part. There of the are a couple scene. keys you can find. Yeah, and they locked doors. They let you open up like a door or a drawer that usually has items that kind of inform some of the character interactions. Yeah. So it's yeah. like and and so a lot of that stuff kind of the main line of like here's the story. You can experience that alone, but you can also go through like there were several times where I was like, "Oh, there's something in the trash here." So I'd pick it out and look at the note. Mm-hmm. 
and you learn that, you know, this character has a friend that's in some other company that's doing something like there's, you get, you can get a lot more context out of the characters if you want to. And it's not extremely necessary, but it's just kind of cool. And it helps flesh out those performances despite them being wireframes and voices. Right. Um, no, that's cool. So that I, I really like the way that the, the structure of the story is very free. The other thing I noticed really early on is like most, of, well, not most, a lot of the objects you pick up have QR codes on them and yeah. they actually work. Yeah. Like, I, I scan them. I mean, they don't do anything like incredible, but it, it tells you a little bit more. It'll like tell you the name of the product or whatever. Or Yeah. Like there, there was one talking about like the, um, I think it was kind of like the, I don't know if it was insurance. It's the one that you sent the picture of, mm-hmm. where it's kind of got like three notes, and you scan the QR code to get basically what would be like the asterisk note. That's like, oh, you yeah, know, it's you just can like get footnotes. You basically. can get insurance up to this amount or something. Like it, it just, it, it's cool. It's cool that they all work. It's cool that yeah. my phone can scan them off of the screen and it, it shows you know what's going on, but. Uh, there's a bunch of achievements in this game and there's like five of them that are hidden and I have no idea what they could be attached to, hmm. but I think I got like three achievements when I beat the yeah, game. Yeah, I didn't get very many at all, I don't think. There's So there's a lot of extra stuff that you can go through and kind of hunt down if you really want to dig into this game. Um, but in terms of like, so it was seventeen ninety nine on launch or pre-order yeah, actually. Yeah, that's what Steam. I did. That's what I ended up doing. I 20 bucks on Xbox. Do you feel like this is a $20 game? For two hours, I feel like it's a bit steep. Yeah. Because I could go... I I, I liken it to going to see a movie. You yeah. Know? I could see two, almost two movies for that. Yeah. I mean, is there any so, re- like replay value or no? It's the kind of game that I would maybe consider replaying a, like a couple of years from now. Like, I would like go back... Like, if I forgot what... The, happened in the story or something but, but i mean not there's a lot aspects happens, to the though. story that you don't that you haven't seen yet like based on what you guys are saying like there mm, are no. different but it's so like essentially there's like three rings on the space station and each ring has like two areas that you can mm-hmm. go to okay and i went to all of those so it's i don't pretty think there's linear. any like, like it, it locks them off you have to go in a specific order you, so. you can pick between the two at the time because I did mess it up one time and went to the. I think I. Probably, well, yeah, there's an area you can go to early, but you can't do anything. So it's well, pointless. no, but like the usually the like the chronology of the game because there's two sections per ring, and you can go to either section at any time. You can get a little bit of the story ahead of time. Hmm. I accidentally did that, but it's probably just because I probably went right instead of going left like any normal person would do. Yeah. I mean, so. if you follow the instructions, you end up going along a, a set path for the most part. Yeah. Um, the story didn't go quite where I expected, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, I didn't really know I what to expect. In that final act, I kind of felt as though they... I wouldn't say they pulled the wool out, but there were several times where I kind of felt like they were leading me down one path, like, okay, is this what's going to happen? And then be like, no. And then you'd continue on a little bit and you'd be like, okay, is this what's going to happen? And you'd be like, no. No, yeah. So, like, that that was cool that they were able to kind of keep layering a little more information throughout that last act to kind of be like, all right, here's what actually happened. Uh And then go from there. But then again, I also feel like there could be hidden stuff in there that even changes 
even more the context of the story. Like, right. if you really get down into it and start connecting dots, that's that's what I'm I saying. Would is say like, the general theme is don't trust corporations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> that's the main message of the game. Yeah, yeah, it's a little timely. <laughs> yes, it is, and probably on purpose. But no, I mean, it, here's the thing: is that I don't think it's. I wouldn't say that there's any story that I missed, but there could be a lot of context that I missed. Right. I just don't know, and it's not something. It's it, the it's experience. Not necessarily something you would go back to try and find. Because yeah. you already have completed what story there is. Like you found the end. You don't really. F- you're not that invested that you want to go back and figure out all the other aspects that you may have missed. I, I would love to read somebody's Reddit dissection where they've mapped out the story completely. Yeah. That's kind of what I would love to do. I don't know that I need to go and suss it all out myself. So in terms of the like $20 is pretty steep. But if you liked Gone Home, I think you would like this game yeah. a lot. See, but Gone Home, I bought for like five bucks. Yeah, and that's the thing is that like I'm pretty certain that I got Gone Home in like a humble bundle for who knows how much I, at yeah. some point. And I, I think Tacoma will be there too. I understand why it costs that much. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of production value. That Absolutely. Costs money. And I'm, I think they had some trouble getting it out the door too. Like it was supposed to come out a long time ago, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know. So I I haven't followed the production that, that closely. That can't help either because that's more time you have to pay people to be working. Yeah. Without any return. Yeah, but I, you know, I think it's fantastic. Um, it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, worth worth checking out when you can get it for uh, what you think is a reasonable price for about three hours of of gameplay. But uh it does also make me want to go back and check out Gone Home, although I that I kinda had that game spoiled for me. So I don't necessarily know that I Yeah feel the need to do it, but I it, it makes me curious just to go back and experience another Fulbright game because they clearly put a lot of attention to detail in their games. Yeah, I remember finding a lot of little details in Gone Home. Yeah. So no that's that's cool. I I I'm excited to see what they do next, and I hope uh, I hope this game has done well for them. Yeah, right on. But well, yeah. If you want, like, I would like to do a spoiler cast at some point, but it would be super short anyway, it'd be like five minutes. Yeah, so I don't I don't necessarily know that we need to do that. But basically, all I would be saying is I thought the ending was pretty cool. <laughs> like it was not what I expected out of it at all, and we could just add it out at the end of this episode. <laughs> I, d- I just don't necessarily I mean, know. You if guys it's... can have spoiler territory right now if you want. Like I don't care. Uh, we got. Yeah, you know, it's all right. It's all right. It's fine. Just it's a cool story. Everybody dies. No, I'm just kidding. Everybody is completely dead. The game actually takes place in the prehistoric era. Everyone is yes. completely dead. Not partially dead. Completely dead. Yes. Yeah. Right on. Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's a handful of other games coming out this month. Um, for instance, Agents there, of Mayhem comes out next week. Yes. Which looks interesting. Observer looks like something you guys might be into. Uh, August 22nd, we've got Uncharted The Lost Legacy. The 25th, we've got um, Mario and Rabbids, which I'm definitely getting. Sonic Mania is out on the 15th. Oh, yeah. I'm that's probably going to pick it up. I, I want to buy that. I'll There's probably the, uh, pick really it up on the Switch. It's really inexpensive, too. So I'm the first sure Yakuza remake is coming out on PS4. Uh, and then August 31st, you've got Life is Strange sequel and Resident Evil Revelations. So, 
there's a handful of games coming out that we're kind of interested in. So if anybody listening is also interested in those particular games, please do let us know. Yeah, if there's something you'd really like us to review that we would let still us be waste to play. our money, so you don't waste yours. Yeah. So our our next um our next episode will not be out in time for Mario and Rabbids, but I'm cert- I already have. Uh, Uncharted: The Lost Legacy coming to me because I bought the the season pass for Uncharted Four. Yeah, so I'll be able to talk about that, and I certainly want to pick up Sonic Mania as well. It sounds like you're probably going to yeah. do that too. Next I didn't realize it was coming out so soon until a couple days ago. Yeah, the twenty seventh would be our next. That's in time for Rabbids. No, it's not. Isn't Rabbids out on the twenty fifth? You're not going to have time to play it. Rabbids out no, on the twenty ninth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's a Ubisoft game. It's not a Nintendo game. It comes out on a Tuesday. Gotcha. So, um, and then yeah, for sure, rabbits. I'm, I'm certainly really picking it up. Tempted to pick up Pyre as well, which actually came out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I say. right. The so. uh, the latest. Um, yeah, there's basically there's a bunch of I games can't coming out. Remember there. We need some of your help, listeners, to decide on what we should talk about. So help us out, Super Giant. Yeah. Supergiant Games. Pyre. I made uh, Transistor and Bastion. Yes. Which are both good games. Not the chappy robot. The yeah. Bad. The Xbox. Game. Bastion the game, good. Bastion Overwatch, Bastion terrible. the character. <laughs> Needs to be removed from the game. <laughs> chappy should just be forgotten. Yep. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. Let's see what other... Oh, the StarCraft remaster's out. Yeah. But I have beaten starcraft Tomorrow. and brood war yeah so i never i'm have. not in a hurry to pick that up but i kind of want to i never to, have so i might it pick it up point. you should it's it's a really good it's the story is good it's a good sci-fi tale and the gameplay is awesome it'll hold up well let's take a look at what the price tag is because this is great radio it's it's like 15 bucks i think uh yeah, fourteen ninety nine. I can just Good buy deal. that through Battle.net. Yep, yep. That's cool. So yeah, that that would be cool. But it sounds like we we'll can have, stream that one. We might. We can get on. We Twitch can play and each that. other, and yeah. we'll all be different races. I was That'll thinking be perfect. I, I was go. thinking I call also Zerg. <laughs> since we're all spending so much more time on the PC, we could stream some Civ. If you guys wanted to, yeah, yeah, I've been, and now that that I'm would gonna, be a really boring stream, though. It would. I really, um, you guys, we can talk about this when the episode's up. But I need to, we need to upgrade my PC. So that's fine. I, I guess I'll tell this to you guys after the stream because maybe if I only tell it to you, then it might come true. Yeah. So don't talk about it. Right yeah, now, I won't talk about it, it on the podcast. But there's but streaming anyways. ideas that I have. Cool. Yeah. Anyways, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch our show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. And as always, please do send us feedback, especially games you want us to review. And play games with us. And play games with us. Uh, yeah, you can get a hold of me on PSN and Xbone at Chan Constantine is my username. It's also my Steam name, but I think you have to use my Mystagon84 to actually find me. <laughs> I don't know. Steam's don't know. friend changed, interfaces. Yeah, it's great. weird. Uh but yeah, you can find Alex and Brian through that as well, if you find me. Uh, what else was I going to say? Oh yeah, send us feedback, midwestgamers at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitch, rate and review us on your favorite podcatchers. We really appreciate that rate and reviewing action, because what that does is it makes us look better on all of the charts uh, for the different podcatchers. Alex, what's up with uh, the network? 
Uh, Horror Movie Yearbook just put out a commentary for the film Sleepaway Camp. Uh, we sat down and watched it with Gojo. Never even heard of that movie. It's a, it's a 1983 horror movie, and it's got, uh, it's, it's fairly notable for its ending. And so if you know nothing about it, you should absolutely watch it, and, and then you should don't listen, listen to that to episode it. until I've watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You actually, you know what? You could probably just have one earbud in and watch the movie because you don't need to pay that much attention to the movie. Mm. But, uh, we had a good time. Gojo had never seen it before, so we got him to watch it. I also got his uh, reaction on video, so <laughs> you can check that out. I feel like those guys need to do like an MST3K sort of thing on Twitch with these movies, where like that would be they great. Can tell people they can take the delay off the Twitch, and they could say, "We're going to watch this movie. Watch it with us. Start the movie now." And then everybody hits play at the same time, and then those guys can talk you. Th- I feel like that would be such a great experience. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of hard, especially to coordinate everybody hitting play at the same time. But then also, oh, you just you have a counter that comes up. It counts down from ten, and then at the count, you, everybody hits play. And I guess so. But uh, you know, it would also be fun if we could somehow figure out how to do like the like performance rights to make it so that we could actually stream whatever show it yeah, is on, that would on, be the, interesting. on Twitch. But, uh, no, that was a lot of fun. And then also, uh, gone to Texas. There's, I think episode eight just aired of preacher on mm-hmm. AMC. And, uh, we've got about five more episodes left in the season and, uh, things are heating up. It's getting good. Getting hot in Texas. Oh yeah. Well, they're in Louisiana, oh, but they, did they move? Uh, yeah, they did, actually. Okay. Louisiana's still pretty hot, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, really hot. It's yeah. even hotter, probably. Yeah. So, no, it's been great this season, hot and moist. Uh, I'm excited to see where things end up. But uh, there should also be a film there soon, I hope. But Yeah, I just uh, I tried to download the final episode of Silicon Valley's last season, and I got pinged with, this, like, one of those, uh, we're going to shut down your internet bullshits. Oh, really. that's good. So I was like, all right, well, I'm done downloading things for free. Yeah. So I won't be watching Preacher anytime soon. I don't That's think. fair. Well, That's you fine. can watch the last uh, episode of Silicon Valley at my house. Okay. You need to see it. Yeah. Really I good. could probably just give you my HBO login, but. Yeah. Anyway. That's cool. I might get rid of that after Game of Thrones, though. So. I might too. <laughs> so you have a few weeks, you got a couple left weeks. to watch yeah. anyway. Silicon Valley. Anyways. Thanks again, everybody, for listening and watching along. If you have been, uh, thanks to Pat for joining us in the chat room. We really appreciate it. Uh, Yeah, that's all I have to say. Uh, Until next time, peace out.